Welcome to 5-Minute Fever. I'm your host, Kayla Hegret, and my goal is to get you in God's Word and fired up with the Holy Spirit. Today, we're talking about the narrow and wide gates. This is a super small section of the Sermon on the Mount, and it's a really easy spot to just glaze over, not pay too much attention to, and move on to the next thing. But I want us to read it together. Let's turn our Bibles to Matthew 7, verses 13 through 14, which says, Enter through the narrow gate. For wide is the gate, and broad is the road that leads to destruction, and many enter through it. But small is the gate, and narrow the road that leads to life, and only a few find it. This passage might be really small, but its meaning is huge, especially to the people in ancient Israel. Here, Jesus is before thousands of Israelites up on a mountainside doing the Sermon on the Mount, And these are all people who think they're God's chosen people, descendants of Abraham themselves. They thought they were people who were handpicked by God and nothing could turn them away from heaven. They believed for them heaven was a guarantee because they were chosen as special. But then there's Jesus. He's flipping their world upside down again. He's just doing it constantly over and over. And he's giving them a reality check that says, hey, Just because you're a descendant doesn't mean your ticket's guaranteed. It's not, okay? And still to this day, our ticket is not guaranteed. But this is what I think I find the most sad, is that the gate that leads to destruction is wide. The road heading there is wide. This means a lot of people are taking it, or they're going to take that road, because it's easy. It's built to handle the masses while that narrow road and gate weren't because a lot of people aren't trying to go there and they're not trying to go there at once which means that it's not built for a big group of people and let's just say a group of people are going towards the narrow gate because that road is small it means the travel will be uncomfortable like a crowded hallway it's going to take effort coordination and determination to keep the group all headed down the same road all headed down the same direction and let's be honest a lot of us when we're faced with discomfort or things that we might not want to face we tend to fall away and that's probably why this road is so narrow now I know I give a lot of background context I generally like to say things like why the Israelites did or thought or any of this stuff and it's really important for us to know these things and why the original message was the way it is and what it meant for the original audience because of this We can learn from the past how to identify our future. We can know what our message is for us today by knowing the message of the past. But today, I really want to help you learn literary context. This is something that we need to remember is that the Sermon on the Mount was initially given as a whole piece. There were no headings or subheadings breaking things into sections like our Bibles are now. I mean, could you imagine if Jesus was up there on the mountaintop and he, after every single section, was like, Ask, seek, not. And then he went into his passage, the narrow gate and the wide gate. No, he didn't do any of that, okay? He didn't. He just went on and said what he had to say. So to understand it, it means that we need to look around what these passages say. We need to not just look at the singular passage, but what it says before and what it says after. Sometimes we need to ask that question, why is this here? Why did Jesus or the author put this passage here specifically 
compared to anywhere else it could have been thrown in. Why wasn't the gates brought up at the beginning when Jesus was talking about the kind of people who were in the audience? What is the larger meaning? So let's look around this passage. Now, I'm not going to go super in-depth because I just want you to get the bigger message. So before the narrow and wide gates, we're told to ask, seek, knock. To have faith that depends on God for all our needs. Like a child does their father. A child doesn't wonder where their next meal is coming from because they know daddy's going to make it. Okay, That's that kind of faith that Jesus was calling us to. We need to just know the Lord will provide and sustain us. And the section that comes after it is about false prophets. It's a warning against people who will try and lead us astray. People who will lead us away from the truth and salvation of Jesus Christ. So when we combine these two, what do we get? We get a message telling us that we need to develop a childlike faith and dependency on God because there are people who will try and turn us away from the Father. We need to develop a relationship which leads to the narrow gates because many will be tricked into the path of destruction. We get led away when we don't know God because I know this thought of false prophets really freaks someone out. So I don't want you to get too freaked out and we will talk about it more tomorrow. But people and things of this world always sound like a great idea when we don't know the truth. We can be easily tricked and follow the mainstream, which leads to destruction. Friends, Jesus is inviting you this morning to take the path less traveled. But he wants you to know it's not always going to be comfortable and not everyone's going to have to join you. A lot of people, people you know, are not going to want to take that narrow path because it's uncomfortable and it's hard. Okay, so please don't get discouraged. Keep trying keep trying to lead people down that narrow path with you. Would you please join me in prayer? Heavenly Father, Lord Jesus, I just thank you for this time and this space. I thank you all for everyone who is listening. Lord God, I just pray this morning that we would be people to try to take that narrow path and that we would be people to try to take others down the narrow path with us. Lord God, I know you're telling us that many will go and that more will go to destruction. And Lord, I know at some point that we're just going to have to be okay with that. But this morning, we're not. This morning, I want you to help empower us with the Holy Spirit to talk to more people, to try to tell more people about you and your good news, to try to lead more people down that narrow pathway. Lord, help us stomp the path into that something more broad. Maybe not necessarily easier. I know we can't necessarily ask for that, Lord, but just something so we can bring more and more people to you, Lord. Lord, please help us with our mission to make disciples of the whole world. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Thank you so much for joining me. And I look forward to next time where we're going to talk about true and false prophets. Please visit my website, 5minutefever.com, so you can subscribe and share to get the next episode and so we can show people it's possible to get a big word from God without having to spend hours in the Bible.